Welcome to the Happy You're Here podcast. In this show, we talk about the tools and techniques that you can use through things that I've learned from other people and things that I learned for myself, and then also things that I go out and interview people about that can help you live a more fulfilled life. Because we all know that, you know, happiness is the thing that a lot of people cite that they're chasing. And what I've learned is that happiness is not really the thing that sticks around. The thing that sticks around is fulfillment. You can come and go and be happy, but if you feel like you're at least always working towards something, that your life means something, that's what really matters. And that's what leads to a life that is not full of despair. Obviously, all of us go back and forth between struggling with this, and I'm no different. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about a phrase that I've been, I want to define this phrase because I talk about it a lot, and I've talked about it a lot in the show, and I'm going to continue to talk about it, and it might get confused with some other things, and the term is thought loops. I often refer to these as either negative or positive thought loops, and what I realized what might be confusing is when I started researching this, the term happens to be used a lot with substances, especially LSD, like there's, you know, obsessive loops that people get caught in or OCD. It's also used a lot in that. And it kind of is the same, but technically that's not what I'm talking about. In general, we walk around life running these kind of programs in our brain. It's it's these programs of, of series of thoughts. And that's what I mean by thought loop. And what happens is usually at the end of the series, it feeds right back into the same series or another one. And our brain is doing this because it's trying to save energy. Basically, our brains are super efficient at trying to say, I mean, our brains use a ton of energy, but our brains are also really efficient at trying to conserve energy. But that's how you get these thought loops because it's just an automatic pattern. You just like, oh, this thing happened. So boom, these other things are going to happen. And an example of a negative thought loop would be what I'm doing doesn't matter. And that might lead to, I don't have any value in society or my friends, and that could lead to I'm a burden to everyone, which could lead to suicidal thoughts. That's a really common one for me. That one runs pretty often. And I, I know that it's not true objectively, but once the dominoes start falling in that direction, it's a really powerful thought loop because it's been programmed and it's been run over so many different times. Um, and then it just starts to gain momentum and it's really hard to redirect off that path. It's possible, but it's hard. And the powerful thing is to watch out for these patterns so that you can redirect them early as soon as possible. And that way they don't have as much power over you. Because really, if you're just running those programs, you're not self-aware, you're not conscious. You might be self-aware of it, but you're not conscious. You're not you're not in control of your own brain. Your brain is running on autopilot. It's running these programs. And that's not you necessarily. It's just, you know, the voice in your head that is, is we'll talk about this in a future episode, is not necessarily you. It's your anxieties. It's it's trying to feed you, it's trying to protect you in some weird messed up way. Um, but in modern society, a lot of times it, it just makes things way worse. And these things can absolutely sneak up on you. And that's the dangerous thing is they can sneak up on you, not see them coming, and then they can totally engulf you. And the next thing you know, you're just, you've been stuck in this loop for a period of time. And what happens for me is it'll sneak up on me and I won't realize that it's snuck up on me. And then it'll be a week or two into these negative thoughts. And it's like, how did I get back here again? It's because I didn't, it snuck up in a way that I wasn't used to. But a, a similar thing can happen with, with positive thought loops and positive affirmations where you might say to yourself, everything happens for a reason and this obstacle could actually be an opportunity. And if I put the effort in, then I'll be really proud to have overcome this. And I love having a life that gives me challenges like this. That's kind of my rebuttal to that other one. That's commonly another thought pattern I get in which is a positive one. Once I can get onto that track, it's like super empowering and it feels really great. And all of the challenges in my life, no matter how rough they are, all seem like things that I want to and can overcome. So that's an example of a positive thought loop. 
over time, a lot of the things that you'll learn on this show or when you work on your own personal self-development are things that are going to help you create more positive, productive patterns in your brain rather than getting stuck in the negative and destructive ones or at least learning how to get out of those negative and destructive ones faster. So the key right now, if you're not already doing this, is to become aware of those patterns. Try to notice every time if you're cycling through these thoughts, especially um, when they become kind of circular in nature where they end and then feed back into another one because those can be really powerful and the ones that are kind of circular in nature are the ones you really want to watch out for. And there's lots of tricks to get out of this and we'll talk a little bit about how to build and change habits in the next episode, which is specifically about habits and brain like thought loops in the brain can kind of be considered a habit. It's 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 a self-preservation habit. You know, the certain thoughts that you have that might be anxious or depressed, there's a reason those are happening and really diving into the reason of why they're happening helps me get like, okay, brain, thank you for trying to watch out for me in this case, try to protect me from failure. But worst case scenario, failure isn't as bad as you're making it seem, you know, um, we don't live in a world necessarily anymore. Most of us don't at least where everything that we do is life or death. Most things that we do aren't life or death. And it's really important to recognize that because then you're able to take risks and you're able to do things that are scary and hard without the fear of failing. The, the worst that can happen is that you tried the thing and it didn't work and you learned something from it. And maybe you have consequences from that, like you end up not having savings or you, you know, run out of money or, you know, maybe a, a relationship becomes damaged or you physically are hurt. But a lot of the times those things are not as significant as our brain wants to make us think that they are. And really the, the, the takeaway, like I said here, is just become aware of it. Just start to, journaling helps. I journal a lot. I know I talk about this a lot in the show. Get yourself a little journal if you don't have one and just keep it with you in your backpack, keep it with you beside your bed and think about these things. Are there things that are kind of running on autopilot in your brain? Things that when this happens, you go down this path every single time. And don't get so hard on yourself and be like, why do I keep doing this thing? You're doing this thing because your brain is programmed to do that. It's not your fault. That's how your brain works. And once you understand that that's how your brain works, then you can start to reprogram. You can start to look at it from different angles and you can start to try to tread different paths. One of my favorite metaphors for this is from the uh, Habits of a Happy Brain book. She talks about that your brain is like a jungle and you are normally going down these paved roads that have been you've been doing for 28, 30, 35, 50, 60 years, however old you are, you've been doing these paths for most of that time. They're really well-paved main roads. And if you want to go down a different path, because maybe this path isn't serving you anymore, at some point it clearly did serve you, otherwise it wouldn't exist. This path doesn't serve you anymore. So you turn off and you say, I want to go that way. And that way leads straight into the jungle. So you start hacking away with a machete. That's difficult. And the first time you might do it and not necessarily realize what you're getting yourself into until you're well on your way through it. This, the time that's actually the hardest is the second time you try to go down that path because now you know how hard it is. And your brain is going to put up resistance and say, that's going to take a lot of energy. We're going to have to use a lot of energy to go that way because, I mean, this path is already paved. That one's already grown over again. But what happens is over time, the path becomes more clear. You start to know the path a little bit better. The trees stop growing in that way. Uh, it becomes beaten down on the ground and becomes a dirt path. And then eventually maybe you lay down some rocks or some pavement. And then, oh, all of a sudden this path is much easier to go down. And this other path starts to get overgrown if you don't use it. So then you, that's how, you know, redirecting 
these patterns can happen because those paths can lead to other paths. And then it's these thought patterns that just happen kind of automatically. And it's like, if you really think about it, it's, it's weird. Like I get in these negative ones and I realize I'm not even like controlling myself. I'm just running through this pattern. And that's why I all of a sudden will wake up one day and be like, wait a second, how did I get back here? Because it's like days or weeks have went by of me basically running on autopilot, running in these like downward spiral loops of just being depressed and being kind of, you know, negative about everything. And really all I had to do is reset and focus on on the good things because there are and and focus on all of these other tools that I talk about in the show that are helpful to redirect the attention to stop complaining so much. Like we talked about the complaining fast, you know, there's things that it's life is full of hard work that you have to do emotionally if you want to live a good life. And it's worth it though, because wow, like life feels really good to me right now. And a week ago, I felt like completely overwhelmed. And now it's looking at my challenges and saying, it's just reframing. It's just looking at them and saying, okay, this is exciting. So if you are in those states, like it's really just put in the work to start to notice those patterns and then try to decide what are other patterns. Use the tools that we've talked about in the show or you can find on the Happier Here Life website. And those things will help you redirect those negative thought loops. If this episode has impacted you in any way, I ask that you share this. And the reason I ask that you share it specifically with one person is because that one-on-one connection really helps. And also you'll know the person in your life that this would be directly impactful for. So if you do that and you take a screenshot of it and send it to craigandzana.com slash podcast, we have an entry form there where podcast, singular podcast, we don't have more than one. Um, If you enter it there, we give away every week a $20 gift card to Amazon and a book recommendation. I like to, I'll talk to you a little bit via email, try to figure out, you know, where you're at in your life and what kind of things you're going through so that I can kind of recommend. I've read a lot of books on these topics, so I can recommend a book that might be impactful for you. You can choose to do whatever you want with the $20, but this might be helpful for you. Um, And also it just feels good. You don't have to do that. You can just share this. You can just share it on your social media, share it via email, share it, whatever. And you know, I, a lot of people have asked me, what specific way should I share it? What link should I send? And they get all caught up in that. And it's like, I don't care. And the person you're sharing with isn't going to care. Like if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then share the Apple Podcast link. If you're listening on Spotify, click the little dot, dot, dot button where it has the share thing, or the little square thing with the arrow and share that. If you're on um, you if you're on the specific podcast episode, or if you're on happyyourhere.life on the specific podcast episode, you can share that whole page. It doesn't really matter. Um, Just tell someone about it and they can find it. It's pretty like if people listen to podcasts, the thing is people listen to podcasts on different platforms and we're everywhere. We are everywhere or on our process in the process of getting everywhere um, where people listen. So it doesn't need to be a specific thing. And like, it's not going to matter for the entry of the contest, which the way you share it is just matters that you do share it. And honestly, I'd love for you to share it without thinking about the contest and just do it because you find these episodes um, useful and helpful and want to share that with someone else. So thank you for listening. I hope to have you here in the next episode. Mm